Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hate to be asking an injury update question for the second time in two Mondays, but can you give us an update on Matt and Daquan? Yeah, both uh, are going to be out. Um, uh, Matt has a leg injury that requires surgery, and, and uh, Daquan has a pec that requires surgery. You, is there a timetable? Do you expect them to miss the remainder of the season? Don't don't know all of that yet, um, but that's really all the information I have right now. What does that do to your defense losing two more key players after you know having to deal with you know Tre'Davious being you know going down last week? Yeah, I mean I applaud the guys uh, you know being down probably five starters during the game. They 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 played hard. I mean they they gave it everything they had and. Um, but listen, injuries are not an excuse. It's the next man up approach. And, um, you know, you do what you're, what you're uh, called to do. And that's to step up and step in when somebody goes down like this. Hey, Sean, Alex Braski with TV Daily News. I know you mentioned AJ's confidence a few times as something that's led to his increased performance this year. Is there anything else that you've noticed from him? Uh, and just could you speak on his ability to step up and, in a moment where you needed him most uh, yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was a big, big momentum shift for us in the way that he, uh, they were, just, he was just really the whole front was playing very intense. And, and again, we were down some numbers there. Uh, Vaughn was on the pitch count. And so uh, those guys really, their their rep count was extremely high for for defensive linemen, linemen in particular, a few of them. And um, AJ being one of them gave it all he had. And made some huge plays and and I really believe it comes down to his confidence and, and the preparation this year that he's putting in his process during the week is, is getting him in position to have that success on game day. Now the running game has really taken a step forward seemingly this year. Wasn't the case yesterday, James Cook, negative yardage. Now that you've had a chance to watch the tape, what do you feel led to some struggles in the running game against the Jaguars? Well, you know, you've got to be able to control the line of scrimmage during the football game. And, and, um, and I think establishing that line of scrimmage, we didn't, we had that first run, the first play of the game, which we got five yards on. But after that, it was, uh, it was tough sledding. And so we've got to go back and look at that. And it's something we've got to do a better job of moving forward for sure. Hi, Sean. You said that uh, Vaughn was on a pitch count and I know he had 20 snaps. I'm assuming that's what, what the pitch count was. Was that a, was that a hard number going into the game? Was it something that you took a look at as the game was going because you were losing players? How did that work? 
Well, we didn't want to, we wanted to make sure that we didn't have a setback in, in, in Bond's situation. We didn't want to do that for sure. That was, that was number one. And then, um, you know, he was right at that 20 number, give or take. And, and uh, so coach Eric uh, Washington shut him down and, uh, and then he had a chance to, to watch and, and help coach on the sideline and lead from the sideline at that point the rest of the game. And going into this week, you know, how do you think Bond came out of this game Then how you'll proceed with him going forward? Right. You know, I mentioned this last week, Sal, you know, getting one's first practice underneath his belt last week was important. And then now his first game. And so from here, he'll just continue to build uh, week to week. And then do you have any update on um, the guys who did miss Christian Benford, Greg Rousseau and Shaq Lawson are the guys specifically I'm referring to? Yeah, they are all improving. Uh, they'll all be day to day. So we'll see how it goes here. Yesterday in the game, you, you put Dorian Williams in uh, after Matt Milano went out. You went to Tyrell uh, Dotson after that. You talked a little bit about it after the game, but uh, what went into the change? And then after you got a chance to look at both of them on tape, what did you make of their performances? Right. Uh, you know, we just felt like uh, Dorian being in there, um, he was, he was um, you know, struggling a little bit with some of the, some of the tackling. So we felt like at the time, hey, let's give – T. Dot a chance in there and, and try and calm it down a little bit. T. Dot being the more experienced player, obviously, in this situation. I thought T. Dot came in and did some good things and and then like Dorian had some had some challenges as well. And so um, you know, at the end of the day, they're both good football players for us and uh, we'll both be called on in the future to help us out here. I know it was quite the uh trip for you, but uh nevertheless, I mean it is what it is. Um not enough balance yesterday. How do you guys get back to being more balanced, Coach? Are you talking run pass? Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's something you try and shoot for every week. You're not always going to get it. I mean, you, sometimes you stick with what's working. Um, in this case, we really didn't find our rhythm offensively until mid midway through or uh, just at the top of the fourth quarter there. Um, so something we've got to establish earlier, getting into a rhythm uh, offensively, whether it be via the run or the pass. Absolutely, Coach. And on the flip side of that, that I mean, you was dialing it up uh, yesterday. Um, definitely dialing it up. But to get that 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 balance on the defensive side, as far as run and 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 and, and pressure, you know, where do you feel that you know you could have dipped more in certain areas? Well, you're always looking back at things and and saying, "Hey, I wish I had that call back," or, or what have you. Um, at the end of the day, uh, we're going to do what we feel like it's necessary, what it takes to win the game, and um, you know. I, you know, Lawrence was a guy who had struggled going into the game with, with pressure and, and different types of coverage. And we threw um, different looks at him and things. And, you know, I thought through the better part of three, three and a half quarters there, we had him at 11 points. And then, then I think we just wore down after that. We didn't do a good enough job. I didn't do a good enough job putting the guys in position and we missed some tackles and, and some plays that were, were there to be made. Um, but those are things we'll learn from and, and use going forward here. One more, Coach, if I may. Uh, Depp at linebacker, would you – I know you got guys from within that definitely could get the job done, but would you uh, look outside in free agency to some linebackers like Rashad Evans, Anthony Barr, those type of guys? So. Yeah, we'll start inside first, and then uh, if need be, we'll, we'll go outside, but we'll start inside first. That's how we always do it. John, it's Kim Jones. I'm thrilled to say hello to you again. How are you? I'm doing good, Kim. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. Nice to see um, you. Thank you. Just wondering about your defensive front, and I understand how injuries change things, you know, obviously for teams, but it certainly seemed like 
that front that you that you started the season with and and perhaps even have most of now is really formidable and the kind of front maybe that you'd been looking for for a number of years. Uh, if I'm wrong on that, I want you to correct me, but that from a distance is how that seems. You know, last season, um, you know, we were, I think, playing at a pretty high level, Bond going down. Um, we had some other injuries that contributed to some things. Uh, I felt like one of the main injuries last year for us was a calf injury. Everyone had a calf injury last year. It's just funny how that works, right? There's always a one injury that continues to show up every year. But in this case, um, you know, as the guys got off, um, and, and week one, they got off to a pretty good start and, and then it just, it's infectious and it just rolls from there. Their confidence has been high and, and, um, they're playing well together, right. The, the kind of the chemistry between the four that are rushing together. And I think that's, that's been really fun to watch. And if I may, you're going to see obviously Brian Dable and his staff, you know, on the other sideline, have you thought at all about what that would be like or reflected at all on, on that? Um, going against coach Dable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for Brian. I mean, he seems extremely happy. He's he's earned that head coaching opportunity, did a fa fabulous job in, in year one. And you know, a lot of their staff over there who who were with us and, and Brian took over there as well as Joe Shane, who does a, an amazing job as a general manager, um, real sharp personnel guy. So um, they're in good hands and uh, it'll be a big test for us here. Hey Sean, this is Mark Canazaro from the New York Post. I appreciate you doing this, sure. including us. Um, with regard to Dave's, um, obviously you guys are going through your own adversity issues with injuries and whatnot. Uh, he's had some issues here in New York. I'm curious, as well as you know him, how you feel he will handle or has ha handles this adversity. And just as a follow up, when things are going sideways as they have been here, how difficult as a coach is it to 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 stick to the plan and make sure that your locker room you know, sticks to that and, and believes in it, if that makes any sense. No, yeah. I mean, Coach Dable, um, he's been around the league a long time. Um, he's worked in, um, you know, multiple multiple places at the college and pro level. And uh, I'm sure he's going to do a phenomenal job of leading that, that group through it. Um, you know, we all go through injuries. Um, we've had our fair share. Um, as you mentioned, I'm sure he's had his fair share. And and, um, you know, listen, it's part of the part of the league, right? Part of the journey of the season. And, and you got to find a way through it. Uh, two questions for you. Uh, one on the pass interference, uh, not pass interference, but it was called unnecessary roughness on Jordan Poyer on that third down when you had them, you had Jacksonville pinned in their own uh, and within their own goal line there. And even on the when you saw it live, you could see that the receiver flew into made, initiated the contact with the defender in this case being Jordan Poyer and Poyer had his shoulder. He didn't, it was no helmet to helmet contact whatsoever on the play. And yet they still called unnecessary roughness. Is there, are they able to review those type of uh, uh, situational calls? Yeah. I mean, those are, those are tough. I mean, sometimes, you know, they're bang, bang plays George and, and um, you know, it's um the optics of it, I guess, the, what it looks like and versus what it is are sometimes two different things. And I understand always wanting to protect the head and neck area. That's that's certainly important. Um, in this case, you know, I felt like it was in, in a little bit of Jordan um, almost protecting himself because the player was about to come into his legs right there. So he right. had to brace. So anyway, I mean, listen, that that was a that was definitely a momentum shift in the game. We were going to have him backed up there, um, punting out their own end zone. So. 
Um, that's the way they go. That's the way the, you know, the cookie crumbles as they say. So, uh, but regardless of what happens, you got to reset and get yourself back ready for the next play. Yeah. It wasn't the ball tipped on that play too, that where it would have made it no harm, was, no foul. Well, what Micah tipped it, uh, I believe Micah tipped it. Um, he was the underneath defender, I believe if I'm correct on that. And Jerome was in the post. So, um, yeah. Well, I thought that automatically uh, negates any type of uh, contact unless it was something really, you know, malicious or something. Well, I think that's that's what they had in mind when they when they ruled the way they did. Ah, okay. And last question on the surface: Was there any concerns with that surface? Because on TV, it looked really sticky. It looked like the a lot of your guys' uh, shoes were sticking to the turf. They wasn't really a fluid uh, motion. Uh, was there any concerns uh, during pregame or no, walkthroughs on there? Yeah. I mean, anytime you have injuries, you're, you know, you're always, you know, hate to see injuries happen, but at the end of the day, we're not making excuses. Uh, we, you know, it's, it's, uh, they had to play on the same service we did. So at the end of the day, you know, we move forward from here. All right, coach. Thank you for your time. Good luck this coming Sunday. Yeah. Thank you, George. Hey, Sean, AJ Feldman here in Rochester. Uh, thanks for taking the time uh, with Matt Milano out of the lineup, whether it's Terrell or Dorian, um, you're kind of missing that veteran presence in the linebacker. Um, not a whole lot of starts uh, on the inside. Do you ever see that changing any way that you call your defense to maybe simplify for them, or do you just kind of uh, plug and play and move forward from there? Well, I mean, I, I think it, you always have to be uh, sensitive to the players that you have out there in terms of knowing who you have out there, what they do best, and, and what can equip them best to, to play at their best, right? So I think that's part of putting them in the position – that you try and do every, every week um, via the game plan and then how you call it. So um, you, ne you need to be aware of it. Um, very confident in, in all those players that you mentioned their names um, and able to see how the week unfolds here. And what, uh, what kind of maybe additional responsibility does this put on Terrell um, move, working with a different linebacker in the middle there and how much confidence do you have him going forward and doing that? Well, he's a young player um, himself. So he's, he's going to have the, the added challenge now of building that rapport that he once was starting to build with Matt. And now he'll need to build it with, uh, with the other two guys here in, in a quick fashion here. So I'm um, very confident in, in him and, and his ability to do that as well as, uh, as their ability to, to work alongside of TV. Hello coach. I was just wondering, uh, coach Peterson said that every team like to see every, every team should spend back to back weekends in London. Is that something that you would consider? Well, as I said after the game, we we have to evaluate everything. Um, you know, not just what what went on on the field, but off the field in terms of our our overall plan and, and the research you know, that we did um, to put us in that position. I think the one thing that is not out there to even to research is when one team goes over, you know, twelve days ahead, and the other team comes over, you know, following that. So we we didn't have much data on that, to my knowledge. Um, and I've got that secondhand information for, through the uh, the people who did the research for us here. So, listen, at the end of the day, uh, they they outplayed us. They outcoached us. Uh, we didn't do enough to win, and, and that's the bottom line. We move forward from here and learn from it. That, so there, would, there wouldn't be anything that you would do differently, say you, you'd played a team that arrived on the Friday like you did? Well, again, I we would start over again with our process and, and the research that, that we would um, do again just to make sure that we're doing the right thing. And I know – Baltimore's over there or going over there now, I believe. And, and I think Tennessee's coming later, if I'm not mistaken. So um, I think, again, the more that more people do this where there's a team playing and staying, I think there's more, there'll be more data available, right, to study it and, and see what works best 
Um, and so, I, you know, from what I've been told, in order to really acclimate, you've got to get out there 12 plus days ahead of time. And of course, we had to play a game before, so we weren't able to do that. So, um, but again, we've moved, we've moved on. Congrats to the Jaguars. We're, we're looking at the Giants. Yeah. Hey, coach, just uh, one more if I could. <clears throat> Josh has been one of the most efficient quarterbacks. Stefan is is flourished. Gabe Davis catching touchdowns. Is is there any pressing need to get any of these other weapons involved? Some of the guys you picked up through free agency, along with the rookie Kincaid. I would say yes to all. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we need to we need to get more people involved. We need to get the ball moved around. I mean, um, you know, it's just you know, Dawson and Dalton um, both have some injuries right now. Dalton's in, in the concussion protocol and, and Dawson uh, has a wrist injury that he's working through and, and we'll see where it goes right now. So we'll see what their avail what their availability is this week. Uh, but yes, yes uh, to, to your question. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.